0: Catch my <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Chemically Imbalanced Black Girl Podcast. We're on episode 30 now, which is crazy. I can't believe that. The Closer we get, like the higher we get in numbers, makes me want to do like something special for like episode 50. I know I said I was gonna wait until episode 100 to do the video version of this podcast but like maybe i'll like oh you know what i'll do say i'm saying i'm gonna do this and then two weeks later it's finna change but maybe i can do like the 50th the 50th okay so sorry just can't talk today that's great i'm gonna edit that out because that was foolishness but maybe i'll do the 50th episode on patreon like maybe it won't be available like on spotify and stuff like that it'll only be available on patreon oh my gosh that's such a good idea zarya i'm probably not gonna do that but it's a good idea in theory right like just yeah i might do that guys but welcome back to the show if this is your first episode you're clicking on hi please stay we're happy to have you if you're a long time listener hey girl welcome back (laughs) i gotta stop saying that because i was just talking to my homeboy elijah the other day and i was looking at my analytics on spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube do y'all know that there's more men that listen to this podcast than women the men are beating the women by like 20 percent, which is crazy now if this was already a video podcast and i can understand because y'all know men just like to look at anything but since it's not i'm just like okay okay boys I don't know why that had me so hyped. I don't because I just didn't expect it. And they were winning by like 20%. I was like, okay, fellas, like what's up? I need to start <clears throat> practicing my deep voice. What's up, nigga? I'm just kidding. All right, let's jump right into the show. I have a very short episode planned for you guys. Just some things that I've needed to get off my chest. Listen last episode a couple of y'all even mango was like um the episode was really short but it was really good listen i be talking for i be recording for like two hours y'all i gotta keep it neat and sweet uploaded the whole two plus hours that i be recording with no edits no clean cuts no nothing y'all will be like this bitch is going on a tangent for 24 hours like i need to keep y'all like occupied and like you know, entertain. Y'all can't be listening to me for two hours talking about some shit that happened when I was 13. You know what I mean? It's just not cute. It's not cute. When I do switch over to the video record, I'm going to make the episodes at least 50 minutes to an hour each. But now that y'all can't see me, you know, y'all don't really need, y'all don't really need 45 minutes worth of content, right? I upload every Sunday, you know? Like, I feel like Tyrese, like, what more do you want from me? I'm just kidding, but... They be short for a reason, girl. Cause I be, I be, I be going off. I be saying names on accident. Like it'd it be crazy in here. All right to start the episode, I just have to get something off my chest because I was having a conversation about this recently, and nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about, and it stressed me out. Okay, so I was in a conversation. And we just randomly started talking about, like, our favorite, like, school meals, like, from elementary to high school, right? And in high school, I didn't eat a lot of school lunch. I just ate hot chips every day, and I went to the library. I think I told y'all that a couple episodes back, that I never ate in a lunchroom. I usually just ate my shit in the library. And it was either, like, leftover, like, a leftover sub that I had for dinner, or I just got hot chips from the cafeteria and bought them bitches back to the library. But, um... What was I talking about? Yeah. So I randomly got into this conversation. We were talking about our favorite school lunches. And of course, everybody was saying like the school pizza, the bagel bites, the chicken sandwich, the nachos, right? The classics that you get in school, right? But when I mentioned mine, everybody was looking at me like I like I went to school in fucking Turkey or something. I was like, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. And granted, I did go to school in Fayetteville, North Carolina and Virginia Beach, Virginia. So and now I'm in Florida. So niggas probably don't even know what I'm talking about for real. It just, it just like, I don't know. Like, I thought all schools in America got their shit from the same, like, factory. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. But listen, my favorite school, it wasn't even lunch. I think they served it in breakfast. But it was, like, this cake pastry, right? It was cut into, like, a rectangle or a square, depending on... If your cafeteria ladies was fucking with you that day. And it was soft and it was warm and it had icing on it, right? And it was kind of this like pale brown, like this light brown color. Not like, not like, um Oh my gosh, I'm already fumbling the, the explanation. It was a cake, but it was also <sighs> Maybe like it was like a like a school version of a toaster strudel because it was warm and it was soft and it had icing on it. Y'all, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. And I can feel y'all like heads tilting. Just see the confusion already. Everybody listening to this. If you know what I'm talking about, please DM me, message me, find me and tell me that you know what I'm talking about, because I'm not even gonna lie. Before I before I knew I was going to talk about this on the podcast, because y'all know I write down everything I want to talk about. I was Googling the fuck out of pictures to like back up because I was going to, you know, pop in a little picture and like this is what I'm talking about. Or like go to my Instagram so you can see the picture that I'm talking about. I couldn't even find a picture to 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 make what I'm saying true. So now everybody just think that I'm making up some like little funky ass pastry dish that they used to give us in middle school when I'm not. It, it used to be a thing, and it was delicious. I used to eat it every chance I got. I used to literally go to breakfast. I used to leave my friends in the morning in middle school to run, Naruto run to the cafeteria to grab one of them little strudel things, and it came in like, it came in like that little, that little uh, paper, that little white and red checkerboard paper cup. Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm not explaining this shit to y'all no <laughs> Getting me so frustrated from the first time I had this conversation because I know I'm not explaining it well. I know I'm not, but I just need somebody to just automatically know what I'm talking about. I need somebody to share that experience with me and be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're called this. I had to get that. I just had to put that on here because that conversation lasted like 45 minutes and no and then what made it worse is like in per- while I was having this conversation in person I was trying to like google pictures of it still and nothing was nothing was helping nothing was helping they even tried to google it it was like well what is it called I don't know what it's called I don't know we didn't name we I don't know what it's called just I don't just understand what I'm talking about so like I said if anybody has been to school in Virginia or north carolina please tell me that you know what i'm talking about or even if you haven't been to school in any of those states and you think you know what i'm talking about please please tell me because i feel like it's a fever dream at this point like did i make it up or did i really eat it like did they really serve this in school because nobody knows and i'm sad about that also what's y'all's favorite school meal because when people i'm not gonna lie when i, I understand the pizza the pizza was hidden, especially if you got there early and it was hot and it was warm and it didn't get that like that like stiff that stiff cheese effect that shit and it is the cheese still pulled that she was hitting but when people was like the um the chicken sandwich the cheeseburger and the nachos i was like oh y'all school must have been doing it real good because i'm pretty sure the chicken on our chicken sandwich wasn't even chicken nor was the cheeseburger made of cow um So, yeah, I just I just didn't understand that And some I'm not going to lie. One time I was in foster care and they tried to enroll me in school. I'm going on a tangent. But listen, I went to school in this foster home for like maybe a week y'all this fuck i don't even know where i was i don't even know what state i was in i was so young i don't know i don't remember but y'all this cafeteria had like a pizza hut station they had milkshakes and shit they had like a little y'all know them things at the ice cream parlors where you pull the handle down and like ice cream comes swirling out y'all they had one of those i was like where the fuck am i where the fuck am I oh I remember now okay I remember I remember where I was a couple a lot of episodes back actually I told y'all about me staying with this one foster family who had one biological daughter she was a little white girl little white family they were sweet except for the daughter this little girl tried to kill me every time she get and I'm not even joking y'all like I was too young to like bathe myself she would like push my head down in the toilet not in the toilet that's crazy in the tub and like try to drown me and then they had a pool. That's how I knew I was that family was living lavish. They had a pool. Every time we would be outside, she like pushed me in a pool knowing I can't swim. Is that racist? Yes, that I don't even know what that girl doing right now. I promise you, I bet you I bet you all the money I make in my life. She in jail because why are you raising a tyrant? Understood why she was so damn evil because the parents were lovely. They were lovely little white people, and they were just raising a terrorist. I don't understand why she hated me so much. I I just couldn't get it. But yeah, that school was fire. I was like pizza, milkshakes. Damn, I'm trying to stay with y'all. Like, what's up? But obviously, I had to leave because their daughter was a maniac. So yeah. Hey, speaking of a lavish life, y'all. That that really just wonderfully glides me into the next topic I want to tell y'all about. So, y'all know how when, like, famous people who had really, like, hard childhoods or just really bad lives before they became famous, and then they blow up, you know, and they get that question, like, maybe in an interview or whatever, about, like, would they change anything about their, you know, childhood or life before the fame, and, like, literally everybody says, like, nah, I wouldn't change it, you know, I don't forget where I came from, or... Um, if I didn't go through that stuff then it wouldn't have made me the man or the woman I am today oh I have always felt so I don't know if the word is guilty or like embarrassment because I think the exact opposite like if given the smallest fucking opportunity I change very close to everything about how I was raised how I grew up like I would absolutely love to see another version of me that didn't grow up like uproot, abru- abused broke Sad, like you know what I mean. Other version of me, other version of me is probably flourishing like hell right now, and I would just love to have had that. I would love to be a part of that. This whole get it out of the mud mindset is really like uncomfortable for me, especially when for some people, the mud is just like brown glue, and they don't even have like they don't even have the luxury of knowing that because their entire life is based on the grind. Don't stop. Like niggas literally die grinding. Like. It never stops, nigga. Like, you know, like I said, at this point, the mud is just glue. Like, it's I, I it, it has always made me so uncomfortable. For example, I know for a fact that this podcast is going to be successful. I know it for a fact. I've dreamt about it. It's going to come true. Give me two to four years, and this is for sure going to be my main source of income. I already know that, right? When that happens, I know eventually there's going to be that question where... You know, someone asks, would I change anything about the journey that led me here? And I'm going to disappoint a lot of motherfuckers when I say literally the entire journey, like the whole thing, throw it away. Give me give give me something else such that's such an abnormal opinion to have, especially because all the things that like I wish I never experienced or the things I wish I never went through are literally the reason this podcast is going to be that successful because it's relatable and it feels safe and it's emotional and it's almost like sacred. Right. Like there's this big little support group um, we have for each other specifically for each other that's just growing, you know, larger and larger. And that's beautiful. And that's exactly the goal that I want for me in this show. But what I'm trying to say is I've never I never wanted to be relatable in that sense. I never wanted to be relatable in this way, especially since these days, where the main two things that make you relatable is being broke or depressed. You know what I mean? So this is not the way I would have chose to connect with people if I could have written my life right but since it's the only way I can and it seems to be the only thing that I'm like naturally good at you know I'm just going in deep pause hear it all the time in celebrity interviews where they say you know not to take anything away from my childhood or I'm not saying that you know I don't appreciate my childhood you know even though it was hard it got me to be you know who I am today I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that without all of that trauma and abuse and 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 neglect that you know i might not have gone down this exact same path or i might not be going down this exact same path with this podcast but i'm pretty sure i'd still be okay like i'm pretty sure i would be successful in another fucking way because no be wrong like i just said i love the fact that i could reach out to so many people like I said there's people in London listening to this there's people in Asia there's people all over the United States listening to this podcast and it makes me so happy that I can reach out to so many so many black women that have been through the same thing gotten so many so many long dms and messages about you know people's experiences and how you know we basically have the like the same life story but the same way I wouldn't have chose that life for me if I was in charge is the same way I wouldn't have chose that life for any of y'all. You know what I mean? But since it's something that we have in common, we might as well fucking talk about it. and We might as well have a good time while we talk about it. You know Y'all understand What I'm trying to say, like, it's not what I would have chosen. So I'm just making the best out of it. Like <laughs> any other like any other background, any other any other childhood, I would have sufficed just as well. You know what I'm saying? I just looked at my notes for this episode. This is, this episode is so sad. Like, what is happening? I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I've been so sad recently, like, and I'm gonna tell you about that in the next topic that I talk about, but my mood has been, like, very low. Like, your girl hadn't been to the gym in, like, five days. Oh, yeah, like, five days. I've just been mentally, like, not there. And my next topic is gonna, like, it gets you a little bit of insight on why I've been so damn sad. So, my mom said something to me recently that really hurt my feelings, right? And I'm going to tell y'all what she said, like, as soon as it stopped hurting my feelings. Maybe it'll be this episode. Maybe it'll be three episodes from now. We'll we'll never know, all right? Maybe it'll, maybe I'll say it while I'm explaining, you know, why it hurt my feelings. But listen, if you're a longtime listener, you know that when I have, like, conversations with people and they get, like, a really big emotion out of me, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, whether it's embarrassment... I like take that and I like start to internalize it and overthink and I make it my problem to be like why did that have such a big impact on your emotions right I do that every single time literally anytime anybody gets something out of me I'm just like well why did you make that bigger even if it wasn't my fault even if the reaction I had is absolutely like solid and 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 reasonable and you know it's it's justified I still take it out of myself because that's just what the fuck I do Doing that this particular time made me, I don't know, just think about something. So I've said this before that I, and I know there's a couple of people um, that are adopted or were just orphans from birth. Shout out to y'all. Um, if you're new here, I am adopted. So I was thinking, so when you're adopted or an orphan, you automatically and, and sometimes you unknowingly have this fear and this mindset that you're like not wanted. Right. And I've said this before. It's not situational, and it's not, like, depending on the person. You just believe that you as a being, like, you as a thought are not, like, wanted. You're not, like, worthy of of being wanted, right? That you were born given away, right? You were just born to be the definition of mistreated and shit like that. And I still have a lot of that in me, right? Even though I'm, like, you know, slowly working through it and getting, you know, all that shit. I know for a fact, because a good amount of percentage of that mindset is still in me. That is a sliver of the reason why I could never have kids and get married, even though that's not a desire that I have right now. So that has a lot to do with it. I just don't want to, but it takes a certain type of, of self, like like a certain amount of self knowing to know things about yourself that, that if you were to make a huge life decision, you know you wouldn't be good at it or like you know that you just shouldn't make this life decision, right? You you should it it's knowing so much about yourself that you're like I shouldn't I I personally should not do that. Because I have this self-sabotaging mentality of nobody wants me, you know, nobody has ever wanted me. I would think that the entire marriage was like a burden to my husband. And literally all I would be able to think about is how unlucky my children are for having me as a mom. And even though that might even not be the truth it's just something that I would put myself through constantly every single day because I haven't got myself out of that mindset yet. I haven't grown enough as a person or I haven't healed enough as a person to get myself out of that mindset and actually care for my children and be there for my fucking husband. One time me and my mom were having a conversation. This isn't the story about when she hurt my feelings. Like I'm probably not even going to say it this episode for sure because it still hurt my feelings. But one time we were having a conversation and and we were talking about like my birth mom and stuff and oh we were talking about my birth mom and my biological sister y'all know that I don't talk to my biological sister and my mom was like I just don't understand how you could not talk to you know someone that you grew up with you know a little bit you know someone that I just don't understand how you couldn't talk to your family member. He told y'all about my mom my mom grew up with like eight sisters christian like very strict you know household very very like stuck in the mindset of like in the in the when was she born i don't fucking know 70s 60s i don't know she's very like old school christian like by the book as christian right like oh girl so me and her have views on life and just about everything honestly we have two total opposites like opinions on life and just views and everything telling her you grew up with sisters that you were close to they even still talk to this day right y'all all all are very close in age very tight-knit to each other and I understand that you couldn't imagine going a day without talking to at least one of them I get that I wasn't born with that I was born given away I was born with no knowledge of what a family is supposed to look like no knowledge of how family is supposed to make you feel and 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 how supported you're supposed to be by family right and I told her I don't crave family like if you guys would have never adopted me I I would have been okay I and and for a long time you know, when they were first trying to adopt me, I didn't want to go. I'm not even gonna lie. And I told them that I was like, I don't want to go because I don't trust adults. I don't want a family. I just 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 leave me here until I age out. And I'll do do this shit called life on my own. For a long time, I didn't want to go with them. That's because my my opinion on life had already been warped. Right. So since I was probably like, nine or 10, I've just never wanted a family because I was like, that's not That's not what my life is going to look like, right? I grew up with an abusive mom. She was a drug addict. She she shouldn't have had as many kids as she had, and I'm the third one. You know what I mean? So my, you know, views on life and family were just fucked up. So I was like, I don't want none of that. What I want to do is I want to travel. I want to have hella animals, and I just want to be by my fucking self, right? I think that hurt my mom's feelings a little bit because... I can see how she got the idea of me thinking that I wasn't grateful for them adopting me even though she shouldn't think that because every day I give them props like if I if it wasn't for y'all I'd probably be a crackhead I'm not gonna lie to you like I joke around with like with that I joke around like that with him all the time so even though I could tell it slightly hurt her feelings I don't think she went off the deep end and thinking like I don't appreciate being adopted or I don't love them because that's that's crazy but I know she does feel bad for me because there's nothing she know. And I both know that there's nothing she could do or say to make me this family ass bitch, like to make me want kids to make me want a husband to make me want a life surrounded by people who genuinely love me and care for me. Like to me, all of that is going to feel fake because I'm not used to it. Right. Because I just, I just, that's not what happy means to me. Like if I, I don't don't know, y'all. Like, I I don't know. I suck at explaining, like, my thoughts and shit like that, but I hope y'all understand what I mean by that. When you have this, when you're born with this idea of, like, how life should work, it's really hard to get out of that mindset of, like, this is not how my life is going to be, right? So... Growing up, not seeing like a married couple with kids, you know, running around saying they love each other, support each other. Like my blood family is probably the top five worst families known to man, and I know that's a crazy thing to say, but it's true. Them motherfuckers are crazy, mentally ill, and unstable as fuck. Like there is is wild, it's wild as fuck, y'all. So to grow up adopted out of that type of family who else is surprised that i'm not a real big family bitch you know what i'm trying to say you know what i you know what i mean (laughs) so y'all see i said this episode was gonna be short and i've been recording for 45 minutes already but i just today's episode wasn't even a real episode y'all i just wanted to do like a little rant get some shit off my mind and just see if y'all could relate to any of the things that i'm going through like mentally because your girl is really going through it and i do not know how to i don't know what to do about it like all i can do is talk about it and hope that it connects something for somebody else or somebody else can relate to it so <laughs> that's it y'all. all right guys so let's get into the am i the asshole of this week now this one is just funny to me because I don't know y'all when I be picking these am I the assholes I be so weak at the stories because some of the audacity is just crazy. And then like some of them you can tell when the person when the person is black or not. Like I just some of them be just just yeah, some of them just be crazy. I have so much fun picking them <laughs> because most of the time, I pick them because I can give a good, like, devil's advocate decision on both sides. Um, and this is another one. So, here we go. This one says, am I the asshole for leaving my brother's girlfriend out of my baby shower? I'm a 20-year-old female. I had my son about a month ago. I lived with my mom and decided to have the baby shower after giving birth. Baby shower was held at our mom's house, and I just wanted close family. My brother, who's 28, and his girlfriend, who's 26 have been together five years. They live together out of state from us, so we only get to see them a couple times a year. I sent an invite to my brother, obviously. In the shower, I made shirts for family members that said mom, dad, grandma, etc. I thought it would be cute for the photos. I had an uncle's shirt made for my brother and he brought his girlfriend with him. I didn't have a shirt for her. They're not married, so I didn't think to make a shirt that said aunt for her or include her in any of the family photos once the shirts were handed out she sat in the living room alone and was on her phone it was awkward i didn't let her hold the baby because her body language was off during the party and my brother was accommodating her half the time i barely got to spend any time with him was free to eat and join the games but she didn't seem interested and they ended up leaving early to go to her dad's who lived in the same city the night passed my mom called my brother to ask what was up and my brother said his girlfriend was very upset and felt excluded like she wasn't a part of the family but the party was literally for my newborn son and now it turned into drama am i the asshole my opinion on this story is 100 she's actually the asshole i don't think i've ever done one of these where the person isn't the asshole because like why would you do shit like this now you're the asshole throughout this whole story. But the, the last part really like just sinks your teeth into the asshole of it all because it says party was literally for my newborn son. And now it turned into drama. So if the party was for your newborn, newborn son, why did you spend the whole party worried about your boyfriend's girlfriend? Like, that's the part I don't understand. Like you didn't mention one time in this whole story that your son, like it was the party went great. Like your son got so many gifts Like you didn't mention one happy thing about your son. All you was worried about was your brother's girlfriend. And another thing, this am I the asshole says, I'm 20 years old. So the person who wrote this story is 20 years old. My boyfriend and his girlfriend have been together for five years. So this bitch been in your life since you were 15 years old and you still don't consider this bitch close family because she's not married to your boyfriend. Get the fuck out of here. bitch are you married is the nigga that's let me let me not violate let me not violate but but like that's a genuine question are is the motherfucker that you having a baby with your husband you've 20 and i can only imagine or hope that this nigga is also somewhere around that age you know what i mean are you motherfuckers married bitch i've been knowing you since you was damn near 14 you can talk about some oh uh, you can't come bitch i live with your brother then you said they live out of state together so we only get to see them Every once in a while. So every time you see your brother, bitch, you see me. I am your close family. That would have pissed me. I would have said something. I'm like, because it's their beef. i said you only want a close family. Me and your brother ain't been dating for six months. Bitch, I have known you for five years. That's half a fucking, like, you know, what's up? At the end to say it turned into drama and not I made it drama, it's crazy. Because, bitch, everybody, like, was happy until you started divvying up, you know, the respect and shit. It's like, oh, well, you can't be in the pictures. Because if you don't like me, just say that right i could assume that if you liked me you could you could have been like well you can't be in the pictures where we all got this shirt on because i don't want it to like clash and shit and i want everybody had the same shirt on but bitch man you could pick it up like we we can we could take a bunch of pictures together when all these photos are done then to not let her hold your baby it's just like because what she say because her fucking said i didn't let her hold the baby the baby because her body language is off bitch i wonder why her body language is off you don't want her to be there like what how else would you think her body language is going to be? I don't want to hold your funky ass baby anyway. I only came here because my nigga here. And he thought that that you thought that I could come. And this is how I know that she decided that it was only going to be close family and friends when she popped up. Now she says, I sent an invite to my brother, obviously. So that means on an invite, it just said his name on it. But you didn't specify if it was only him coming and if they lived together and if she'd been with him for five years automatically he bringing his girlfriend now if in the letter you would have said you know Brandon it's only this invite is only specifically for you had there been like a group chat discussion about you know I only want family members basically to be at this bitch I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have bought his girlfriend and I'm pretty sure she would have mentioned in the story that she told niggas several times not to bring your girlfriends not to bring your boyfriends I only want y'all she would have definitely mentioned that in the story had that been that but you just thought that he was gonna leave his girlfriend of five years at the house and come to your baby shower the way I would have snatched my fucking gift back and I'm glad they left early because bitch fuck you and this goddamn party that's why you having it after birth I don't know how that's a dig but just to me it is because like don't don't play in my face like that that's crazy But then on the other end, y'all know I got to play devil's advocate. I can understand. That's actually happened to me before. I didn't go. Somebody I was talking to at the time, his brother was having a baby shower. And his brother's girlfriend was just like, I don't want no outside bitches or outside people at dysfunction. This is about me and my baby. And it was going to be the first time I was meeting his whole family. So it would have been a whole thing. She was like, bitch, I want this day to be about me and my kid. Don't bring that bitch to this house. And when he told me that, I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going. You know what I mean? So I understand the the want to have it just be personal family. But to say that bitch is not your personal family is where I just cannot get on your side. Like, that, that bitch, that, that is close family. What, what would be the difference if they was married? If they've were if they'd been together for two years and was married? Like, what? Somebody had been in my life since I was 5th fucking 10 years old. Now I'm 20 and having my own baby. You don't consider that a, a, a bitch? Betcha i can't even talk i'm so irritated like i can't even do devil's advocate for real because her points just don't make sense like this is just a, a a petty ass shady ass bitch like i said if you don't like her just say that because none of that was necessary but y'all let me know y'all let me know i'm gonna post this on tiktok and <laughs> y'all let me know what y'all think because i thought i could do like give both sides but like i can't because it's i just can't the logic and the facts are just not adding up okay guys that's the end of the episode please don't forget to like comment and subscribe we are on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and you know your girls on tiktok let's make this podcast the podcast okay y'all i want to hear you talk about it in the streets five stars if you're feeling frisky and five stars even if you're not (laughs) all the beautiful music in this episode is by the amazing zoe marie Zoe's music can be found on all streaming platforms, so please go listen and love it just like I do, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.